Hi everyone, this is Cindy Johnson, also known as His Daughter, author of ConvoWithGod.com. I'm a blogger, writer, and host of this podcast, Convo with God. The Convo with God podcast is based on my blog, ConvoWithGod.com, where I share encouragement I receive from God. ConvoWithGod.com also has Bible study guides I hope you may find helpful. The purpose of the blog and podcast is to help others draw closer to God and have conversations with Him. I pray you find this podcast helpful, and may God bless you for joining today. Hi everyone, this is Cindy Johnson, also known as His Daughter, author of ConvoWithGod.com. Thank you for joining today. Today I wanted to share what God has been teaching me during this pandemic. Um, today what I will be speaking about is how God brings restoration. And the scripture that I wanted to share was in Isaiah 61, verse 3. And that scripture says, And provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. That's Isaiah 61, verse 3. And then the next scripture I wanted to share was Jeremiah 33, verse 11, which says, The sounds of joy and gladness, the voices of bride and bridegroom, and the voices of those who bring thank offerings to the house of the Lord, saying, Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were before, says the Lord. And once again, that's in Jeremiah 33, verse 11. God is able to restore all that was lost to those who put their trust in him. God is able to bring restoration and healing into our lives. We receive restoration physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. We need to trust him in our despairing and hopeless situations. In these situations, we realize that we have hope in God. We have hope in God because he can make beauty for our ashes and turn things around for our good. And that scripture is in Romans 8.28, which says that we know in all things, God works all things for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So sometimes the individual thing that happens in our lives may not be good, but God will somehow turn that around for our good. But we need to not give up. We need to put our trust in him. We need to pray. We need to seek him. And God will turn the most despairing situations, difficult situations. He can turn it around for our good. So even though things may not happen the way that you want as a Christian, you know that God can turn it around for our good. And we have that promise in scriptures in Romans 8:28 that we can hold on to. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was um, how our weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. And that's in Psalms 30 verse 5. What this means is that we can have seasons of difficulty and pain, but God can also bring a season of rejoicing and joy. So the good thing is that the trouble and the difficulty that you go through is usually just a season. It's not going to last forever. 
That's why it says weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. So we know that there could be seasons of difficulty, but then there's also going to be seasons of rejoicing and joy. So sometimes it's like, you know, like we have seasons on this earth where there's winter and then there's summer. And so sometimes our seasons in this life could be like a winter season where we're going through difficulty and hardship. But uh, following that, God can bring, you know, peace and joy and work things around for our good. So whenever you're going through a storm or a difficult time, just remember that it's not going to last forever. And um, God can turn things around for your good. And that sometimes it's only a season. It's just for a short period of time. So, um, so we may have a season of difficulty and pain, but God could also bring a season of rejoicing and joy. God can make beauty for ashes. And what this term means uh, as far as ashes is ashes are something that are broken or in total despair. So we can have situations in our lives that are, you know, broken, total despair, totally lost, totally, um, you know, something that can't be repaired at all, broken. And it could be sometimes our relationships or our finances or our health. But God can sometimes turn those things around and, and bring beauty from it. I have experienced God heal me from multiple health issues in my life. Um, and God was able to heal multiple relationships in our lives. And uh, it is something that he's able to do. So he is a God who can make beauty for our ashes. So if you have ashes in your life, if you have a situation that seems hopeless, if you have you know, a health problem that seems like it's not going to get better or you're chronically ill, just remember that God is capable of taking those ashes or those discouraging situations and make beauty from it. And it's in scripture and it's something that we can hold on to. If it says it in God's word, then that's a promise that we could always hold on to. So uh, always remember that, that God can make beauty for your ashes. And uh, God can take those ashes and turn it around into something good. He can make beauty. All we need to do is turn to God in our desperation and ask for his help. Trust him and he can help you with our ashes and make beauty from it. It doesn't happen overnight, but with consistent prayer and trust in God through hard times, we will see him work things out for our good. So sometimes in our life, you know, I've had chronic illness and, a, and I prayed for a long time for God to heal me and it didn't happen overnight. It took, it took a while and it took years, but uh, it was a promise that God gave me and um, through prayer and God helping me change um, my lifestyle as far as like diet and stress management, he was able to heal the physical illness that I had and it didn't happen overnight but you know God can heal you and God can help you but we just need to be consistent in praying and putting our trust in him uh, so in Romans eight twenty eight, it says God works all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose in our lives we may have experienced bad things God can work out our bad things for our good if we turn to him in our pain this is a promise in God's word that we could hold on to. We should never give up or lose hope during tough times. We can continue to trust God when times are tough because we know he can turn things around for our good. So one thing that I feel that God wants to say is no matter how horrible a situation can be, God can turn it around if we put our trust in him and ask for his help. So I'm going to say that again. 
No matter how horrible a situation can be, God can turn it around if we put our trust in him and ask for his help. The COVID pandemic has been a dreadful, painful season for the entire world. We can trust God despite all that happened over the last year. He will turn all things around for our good. God has taught us in the midst of this crisis to slow down and focus on what is most important, which is him. God is able to restore us. He is our only hope for restoration. He is the only solution to our problems. Let us grow in our faith in him to help and restore us. Let us never forget that we are destined for the greatest restoration of all, an eternity with God in heaven. Let us not lose sight of this great hope that we are given as we live the life that God has given us. So let us pray today. I want to pray for all of you today. And I know that this is a very difficult time. You know, anyone who's living on this earth understands how difficult it is. We've been going through ups and downs with this COVID pandemic. And um, it's been very uncertain. And it's been very stressful. But one thing that we can put our trust in and one thing that we can put our hope in is God. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is always there for you. He has will not leave you nor forsake you even until the end of this ages. And he will carry you in the palm of his hands. So we just need to trust him. We just need to turn to him. And we just need to um, call out to him for help during this difficult time. So I want to pray with everyone right now. If you could just close your eyes, uh, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everyone who's reading or listening to this blog right now. We know the hardship our world has faced this last year. We pray that you would make beauty for our ashes. We pray you would take our mourning and turn it into dancing. Take our weeping, turn it into laughing. Take our sadness, turn it into joy. Bring restoration to every weary soul. Take everyone's pain and weariness and bring joy and restoration. Restore all things that were lost according to your perfect will. Restore us all physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially to your perfect will. Help us to always put you first. Let us keep you as the first thought in our minds and not the last. You are making beauty for ashes in our lives. Give us your wisdom in the next season. We love you, Lord, and we surrender all our prayer requests, burdens, and concerns into your hands. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If there is anyone who has not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior and wishes to do so, I would like to pray for you today. This is one of the best decisions that you will ever make in your entire life. God loves you. It's not a coincidence that you're listening to this podcast or you came across this on, on the internet or you're watching this on YouTube. God is calling you to be his child. God is calling you to give your heart and life to him. He's knocking on the door of your heart today and he wants you to be his child. He wants you to spend eternity with him. Jesus died on the cross for your sins and he paid the price for it all. So today I want to welcome you and invite you to give your heart to Jesus and to invite him into your heart as your Lord and Savior. So repeat after me, Heavenly Father, please forgive me for my sins. I invite you, Jesus, into my heart as my Lord 
and Savior, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If this is your first time saying this prayer, welcome to the family of God. I want to let you know that on our website, we have a link for a Bible study guide of the Gospel of Matthew to help you start your journey. Please read the Gospel of Matthew and allow the Spirit of God to speak to you and to teach you all the truths that come from his word. God speaks to us through his word, and so we need to make sure that we spend time reading his word. And um, if you have any prayer requests, I want to ask you to uh, email me at his daughter at convowithgod.com. Prayer requests are always confidential. Thank you so much for joining today, and may God bless you.